Hello and a warm welcome to the Witch's Tea Party. Um, I have um, Ellen, the co-host, just tuning in as we speak. Um, we are going to be picking out a topic from the hat today, so we'll be finding out what that is very shortly. Um, if there's anything that you would like us to be talking about, we have a wealth of knowledge. So um, please message us, go to Ellen dot, um, at ellenserena.com or uh, check out my website, it's www. Um, amandatantricwitch.com nearly forgot what it was because I've changed it a few times and I'm just going to message my gorgeous Ellen now and say that we are on we are on I've got my headset today so it may sound a little bit different and where's my beautiful intro music have I got one here no a gorgeous friend of mine gave me her laptop and it's so much faster than my other one. So um, a big shout out to Savannah. You are an amazing girl. Um, so I will keep on talking until she jumps on. And um, it's been a very interesting couple of weeks. Did anyone feel the full moon last night? Wow, it was amazing. Um massive massive energy and Helen Ellen is here hello hello can you hear me okay I can hear you can you hear me okay yes I can yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to test I've got my headphones in today so um perfect yeah I wanted to make sure you because my son's in the background so I thought <laughs> I, tried, I tried giving him my headphones didn't work <laughs> so if you hear if you hear some beeping noise in the background, you know that's him. How yeah, have you been? How, are I'm you all recovered from good. COVID? Yes, thank God for that. <laughs> thank you. And how are you going? You're well? You're good? <laughs> oh, it feels like I've been partying since 1999 with the following last night. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was, it's like I, wired. <laughs> I was, yeah, my, my son was wild yesterday. I was just like, like a blue ass fly. I was gardening. <laughs> I was clearing out all this. I was scrubbing. I was cleaning. I was doing everything everything bless, woman bless. so yes i'm feeling it today i'm feeling tired i said to my mom it's like uh it's like i've done it all nighter yeah I, bless oh, no, anyway. it's big strong energy <laughs> okay so what's in the hat today what's it coming is, out a little russell 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 i had to get another baseball cap out today because i keep wearing them <laughs> I love that our witch's hat is a baseball cap. I know. I know. <laughs> the right? modern witch. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't have any other. I nearly bought one for a costume, but I think I went for a cape instead for Halloween. Ah, nice. I saw one on a, online recently and it was like they sold like bright pink, purple ones with lights Ooh. and stuff and neon disco lights. Oh, my God. I was like, God. wow. <laughs> I'll just send it to you. It's quite hilarious. My mum will be all over that. I tell you, at Christmas, <laughs> she said, oh, I've got something to show you. And I was like, oh, here we go. And she got yeah. out this tiara with flashing lights for Christmas. Oh. She put it on her head. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I didn't buy it like this. I actually made it and adapted it. And I was like, of oh, course she did, mum. <laughs> of course she did. Love it, love oh, it, love it. I love it. it. Full expression. <laughs> exactly. All right, so oh, I want something where I can't remember what we put on these now. So let's just ask <laughs> this one. I'm a bit scared. <laughs> So like I've kinder been, surprise, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> I'm a bit scared though. I think, oh God, I've wrote so much, so much down. I don't remember what they would be. It's all perfect. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Oh no. It's What's the topic? Triggers. <laughs> <laughs> See, me and Ellen have been talking offline. So we know what this is all about. Triggers. Yeah, triggers. Oh. Perfect. You know, it was actually interesting because I was literally like, like, this is such a perfect topic because I was literally <laughs> last night um, channeling stuff through for like clients and a new course and stuff. And it was actually a lot of the stuff coming through is about healing and shifting triggers. And I think often we look at triggers and we think, oh, it's a bad thing or when someone triggers you or something pisses you off or offends you. And it's actually really good because it's actually showing you what needs to be healed and released within you so you can go to the next level. Mm. Um, you know, it's showing you where your limiting beliefs are. And I think in our culture, you know, I was talking the other day to someone and I think we've become almost too precious in our Western culture. It's like everybody's offended these days. And it's mm. like I had a mentor last year who said to me, he's like, if you get offended, you need to get offended more often. Mm. <laughs> it was like, and, you know, and everyone's blaming everybody else for how they're feeling and saying you shouldn't say this or you shouldn't do this because it triggers or upsets me. And it's like, well, no, if it triggers and upsets you, that's where your work is to clean yes. that shit up. Yes. 
And yeah. uh, do you know, it made me think of Ricky Gervais, the English comedian. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> I and love he, him. <laughs> he mentions this. He's like, you know, if if I don't offend anybody, there would be no comedy. Like, yeah. And he, he put this really, really well, actually, because he's a very intelligent guy. I, I followed him for many years. And he said that, you know, if he makes a joke about fat people, that's not offensive. If he makes it about a particular person being fat, that's offensive. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that, that then becomes bullying. And I think yes. that's where the Chris, the Chris Rock thing went wrong because he yeah. went personal, directed to somebody's personal circumstances. He's not just making a general thing. Exactly. Or, yeah. That, and it was like, that, yeah. Bit too, bit too personal there. And I think, um, who was it? Is a oh, what's his name? Russell Peters. He's the guy, the comedian that does a lot of the, the racial jokes. And you go to one of his shows. I don't know if you've seen his stuff, Amanda. No. No, he's really he's an he's an Indian Canadian, but he literally takes the piss out of every single race. And you go to one of his shows, and you will have the Arabs there, the Chinese there, the Westerners there, the the Mexicans. You'll have everybody from every race, and he yeah. will literally just take the piss out of every single race. But it's so relatable because what he's telling is truth. It's like yeah. you know he'll pull out the different characters and personalities of you know different cultures and races and just take the absolute mickey out of it and it's so refreshing because it's just like well this is how we can be in these different cultures and races and let's celebrate it and see the humor and have fun with it um you know and if people choose to be offended it's like well look at that what's coming yeah. up around that <laughs> what's your problem and that's it like yeah. like the, there's so much liberation in laughing at ourselves like being yes. able to laugh at ourselves and say yeah you know I've got this and this and you become yeah. free with that and yeah, exactly I, I think and 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 working with you, Ellen, you've you've introduced this the triggers thing to me in a really positive light, and thank you for that. No, because, my pleasure. Um, for you to say, you know, if you get triggered, it's going to happen. Or as practitioners, we are going to trigger people. We're going to say mm. the stuff that people don't want to hear. That's yes. okay. Let's work through it. That yes. is a whole different new reality because you know you especially in America. From England, where we're very proper, <laughs> we don't say things because we want to be polite all the time because it's a thing to do. Yes. But you go and backstab behind someone's bitch. Uh, sorry, back bitch <laughs> behind someone's back. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, and then in America, you've got people suing each other. Oh, it's you know. insane, isn't it? There's a really good book. Sorry, Amanda, just quickly, um, yeah. just coming through. Sorry to interrupt. Um, there's a really good book that's um, by Debbie Ford called The Dark Side of the Light Worker or The Dark Side of the Light. Um, and I highly recommend that book to people because that's all about shifting shadows and triggers and all the rest of it um, and then looking at that in a really healthy, positive way. Uh, and she's like, those shadows and those triggers can actually liberate you um, into a higher level of consciousness and there's a lot of gold in that if you allow it to be or if you identify it and become a victim, uh, then it just percolates and manifests mm. um, sort of, what do you call it, um, yeah, just... Um, Oh, fuck, I don't even know the word today. <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry. It's, sorry. Sweet. it's not just me. <laughs> anyway, I'm so sorry I interrupted you, sweet, so continue. I just no, had I that come through and I was like, I've got to say it now before I forget it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I kind of, I was in a bit, bit of a word model myself. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, just how triggers can be, like you say, they're so, it can be really good. Like when someone goes, oh, like that hit a sore, 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 a sore spot. It's yes. like that's great let's work through that let's go through. Yeah. and I actually use this oh I won't air I've been in trouble with my family for airing too much of our stuff right so I won't go too much I won't say any names <laughs> but, for, but for there's someone, a trigger right there in the family uh-huh <laughs> I know don't right share, don't talk about it <laughs> don't don't tell everybody our business I'm like why what are you ashamed of come on let's talk about it <laughs> Let's get all the dirty laundry out <laughs> yeah I, I literally did I actually did because you know what I, and this is this is the God's honest truth. There's two people's version version of the truth. What's the saying? There's their version, his ver her version, his version, and then the truth. Mm. And over the years, it's so morphed into what actually happened. And I've gone, I don't care. Like yes. all I all I focus on is our relationship that we have today, now, right mm. now. Beautiful. And um, yeah, and I did. I just said, let's. And I said, I actually finished it. I was pretty proud of myself because I was. <laughs> highly emotionally triggered right this is you know a high uh, member of my family and it's only the second time in my life I've stood up to that person 
And um, I said, right, you've got two choices. Like you've said some truths. I've said some truths. Do you want to talk truths? Let's let's go, you know, get in the ring. Let's go because we're both adults now, right? And I, and I actually said, you've got two choices. You can either throw your hands up in the air and say it's all too hard, stick a label on me and say it's all too hard, like I'm crazy or I'm just like this or I'm just like that or I don't know what's happened to her. She's gone off the rails. Whatever it is you want to do, you can do that. Or... Yeah. We have a fucking conversation and we work through it. We evolve and this has come up for healing. And then we actually resolve this. And you know what? Absolutely. Radio silence. And it's like, you know, I I can sleep at night. I was thinking about something night. I thought, you know, as much as it hurts, I think, well, I've given him the option. It is up to that person. I've just said him. Um, um, (laughs) No names will be mentioned in the making of this show. (laughs) Um, But, you know, at least I've I've done everything I think I I can do. It's like I can't keep on being this subservient golden child always trying to appease because it's got me nowhere and I'm the one suffering. So and I and I wasn't the one who even started it. It was them saying, we've got some truths. And I'm like, okay, I'll just project those truths back to you. And off we go. So... And I'll throw fire on you and you'll throw fire on me and let's all burn together. And it's, yeah, it's like well, that I... whole, yeah. Well, I think that comes back to the... Isn't it the the um, how we depict spirituality or spiritual people? You know, I used to think these are like perfect, fluffy people walking around like peace and harmony, mm. and they, they never said boo to a ghost. Whereas yeah. now we're like, right, we swear, we're empowered, <laughs> we're gonna say a message, we don't care if you don't like it. It's just a being ourselves. <laughs> yeah, and I remember you saying that mm. this is a transition from you know from being like all fluffy pink angels to yeah. the hardcore message and yes. the divine the, femme the work yeah it's like the dark shadow it's like I think you were talking about like goddess Kali recently and she's often you know represents that dark shadow aspect and the unresolved trauma and things like that and purification and it was interesting because like when you're mentioning about obviously the stuff with your family and you know those triggers and you can meet someone halfway but you know if they're not prepared to also meet you it's like okay well I'm going to clean up my doorstep I can't clean up yours I'm going to take up responsibility for what's going on within me and then um, move on from there. And um, did you need to get Leo, darling? And did you want no, me to keep talking? No, the thing is he's hungry, but he can't mm. hold any food down. Oh, poor Baba. Poor I Baba. Know. Yeah, I not know. fun. So, um, sending him love. <laughs> it's not easy. It's all right. It's I'll just hide around yeah. the corner. That's okay. I'll, I'll just keep blabbering for a bit. Um, but, yeah, it was interesting. I had um, a mentor a couple of years ago who was a very powerful teacher, very much in her power. And um, she, when I stepped into her container, because she was of such a high vibration and high quality like it's almost like when you step into someone of a cleaner vibration, it almost triggers and activates all the impurities in you. And what I found really interesting, and she said something similar to me, she's like, if you feel triggered in my container, come to me and let's talk about it, look at it and process it. And anyway, I remember we got into about the second month of the 12 month thing and I got triggered so bad. And it was like, my ego just wanted to vomit and project and blame everything on her. (laughs) And it was like, and I remember doing like this healing process around it. It was so dark and so black. And I was so triggered by it that I just wanted to kind of run away. And I ended up sabotaging that relationship. And then I ended up when it kind of cleared and then I thought, my God, Elle, you're being cray cray. I went back and I apologized. And we ended up sitting down and having a conversation. And what was really interesting, it ended up working out to be a really big sister wound. And I remember you mentioning this in some of the work you've done with other women as well, Amanda, where, mm. you know, like we might be triggered by another woman, um, you know, in particular with like the witch mm. wound and stuff like that, especially women in their power. Um you know, and women that project back, sort of mirror back to us where we're not holding our own power and our own truth and we can feel threatened by them or triggered by them. Um, But they're actually mirroring back to us, you know, what's also within us, you know, our own power, our own divinity, our own wealth, our own abundance, if we're ready to claim it. Um, So, yeah, so I sometimes think our Mm -hmm. triggers can really overtake us and we can really project them onto another person and blame another person. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. it's actually our shit and Mm -hmm. it's got nothing to do with the other person. They're just the mirror. (laughs) 
<laughs> and the teacher showing it's like feedback it's like I had it my teacher the other day said to me she said everything in your material environment it's just feedback it's just information to show you what's going on within you mm. and I was like oh yeah <laughs> which is all our relationships you know it's the whole you know why do I keep attracting dickheads into my life it's like mm, yeah. maybe it's because something you are doing yes. inside <laughs> yes what's the common denominator in all these exactly. relationships <laughs> it's like exactly. oh me <laughs> exactly it took me years to work that one out um yeah and that that latest example i had because this this woman is very powerful she's more mature than me and i got really intimidated i was like so i'm i'm stepping into my mastery and then she's like great i'm going to be part of that i'm gone no (laughs) you intimidate me It's almost a little bit like I wanted when I started teaching martial arts. I remember so vividly, like I really want to teach martial arts. I loved martial arts. I've always been an avid fan. Always used to train. And like, right, okay, let's go and teach. Okay, off you go. Let's start. Go and start with the four, four to six year olds. Oh my gosh, I've never been so scared to teach a group of children. (laughs) <laughs> in my life I was like <laughs> loads of little people and I uh, uh, because I was used to being an accountant sitting behind a desk you know and you know if I was going to be in charge of a team there were adults and I was in my domain but all of a sudden it's martial arts and there's little kids and they can like ignore you or laugh at you or throw things at you and I was like ah. <laughs> and it was, it was great because it threw me in the deep end off I went mm. I had the best three years ever beautiful Um, and then you learn how to handle it but yeah I was thinking of another trigger when you were talking about triggers appearing in your life Mm. um, and how they teach us and sometimes Mm -hmm. they teach us I mean for relationships thank you but I don't want that you know like uh, (laughs) with dating to graciously decline and go hmm could you send me a upgrade (laughs) yeah (laughs) and to not let it get not let it get that toxic just go uh no it's not working like exactly exactly and it's kind of showing you as well like you know where you're on your journey like it's again that feedback like um I know you and I know like Melanie Tonya Evans work who specialized in narcissistic abuse Mm -hmm. recovery and I was actually just in a workshop with her recently about you know cultivating and manifesting soulmate high vibrational relationships and and she was actually talking about like her journey that you know she actually even though she had such trauma around relationships she started to put herself out there in the dating game and you know and she'd come across narcissists that would trigger the fuck out of her and then she'd go home she'd quantum shift it release it heal it and then she said she finally got to a point she remembers when she finally graduated out of narcissistic shitty men (laughs) was when um she went on a date with a guy and she could see straight away he was quite narcissistic and she pulled Mm. him up on some shit in the conversation Mm. she said you know that's not okay and she set a really strong boundary and in a public place in the middle of the day he lost his shit with her right had only just Mm. met her and she said rather than feeling triggered and really upset and taking it on as my own shit and how you know what a bad woman I am or I'm no good or whatever Mm. she said I just felt fucking powerful and I just sat there and I looked at him and I said, we're done here. And I just got up and walked oh, out. And she goes, I went out to my car and I was punching the air. And I was like, fuck <laughs> yeah. And then she said, um, literally then a couple of weeks later, because her energy was so clean and she cleaned mm-hmm. out so much shit and so much resistance that she had, she then manifested her soulmate lover who she's been with for a few years now. And is he's absolutely divine. Mm. everything she's ever wanted in a man but she said it just showed her like her quantum leaps and quantum Mm. changes because every as she teaches like everything you know that's external is a reflection of what's internal so anytime in particular relationships and especially being a mother or a parent (laughs) I say to people there's that saying if you think you're enlightened get into go and spend time with your family or get into a relationship and I'm like they Mm. should add Mm. go and have some fucking children (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> Those little angels will bring out the worst in you and the best in you and, my God, everything in between. So, yeah, yeah it's like it's an invitation, I think, to like rather than push it away when you feel triggered or, or react mm. to it or label it, it's like lean into it and love, bless and accept it. And just something I quickly do is I just when I feel triggered, I look within and I feel where is it on my body? Because when you work with the mm-hmm. sensations on the body, you're working with the subconscious, the, the deep multidimensional aspect of your being. And I'll tend to place my hands on my heart and I'll say, hey, beloved one, I love, bless and accept you. What's this about, sweetheart? And if I'm in a place or situation where I've got a journal or a piece of paper, I'll just write down what what she wants me to know. 
Mm. you know, and she's just like, I'm fucking angry. (laughs) I fucking hate this. Fucking fuck, 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 fuck. You know, sometimes it might just be a page of fucks, you know. (laughs) It's just like just letting it all out. And then, you know, I'll get some crayons or I'll get some poster paint and I'll just move colours over that to release the emotional expression of it. Mm. Um, And then you process it and release it. And then what tends to happen is that trigger or that shadow will transmute back into love, but it will leave you with the lessons and the blessings. And, and you're free of it then. So then next time around when that person circulates back around and they what initially would trigger you, it's not there anymore. Instead you just smile and you go, oh, that's nice. <laughs> and you just yeah. move on. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's like a graduation. You're like, oh, I'm not getting triggered anymore. Fantastic. I've, I've graduated. I've evolved. I'm not on that frequency anymore. And, and can, I say everyone, can I say to everyone out there, if you ever, because I'm training some clients up here right at the beginning at the moment, and I always say, look, if this feels a bit crazy to begin with, like that's okay, natural. It's a much healthier way to express mm-hmm. yourself than to actually bottle it all up like I used to do. Yes. And then it explodes at someone else. And you go, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was actually all about my son earlier. Because that's what most yeah. of us are trained to do. We're not trained yeah. to go, let's go deep into it. Let's get it all yeah. out, express it, feel it. And then release it, and let it be healed. It's like, but that's too. That's what. Yeah, because <laughs> it's very. Un- yeah, <laughs> and I think because a lot of people are are very uncomfortable with facing uncomfortable stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I remember I remember you just mentioning before about you know the the sort of when people bitch and complain behind people's backs and not Mm. to their faces, you know, that trigger wound. And I remember years ago when I was living in Scotland and I met this Dutch guy and we were having dinner one night with some friends in Scotland and he, and I loved like what he said. He said, a lot of people tend to find us Dutch people quite offensive because if you and I have a problem or if you've said something at dinner that I don't like what you've said, I will say it right then and there to your face and he said but what I've noticed in the English culture and a lot of like the Australians and things like that he said you're very nice to people's faces but then behind people's backs you bitch and complain he says whereas in our culture we're taught to sit there and in yeah. that moment you deal with it and dress it and call it out and say it to their face and I was like yeah. wow I really love that like how powerful so and liberating healthy. is that yeah so yeah. much more healthy and um yeah and I remember him saying that and I was like yeah I need to try and do that a bit more but obviously I was really young at the time I was like 21 and then I was like oh no back to my <laughs> <laughs> and and also the um the spiritual energetics of that especially as i've become older my little wise years of 41 um <laughs> is that it's actually so important even the thought not just speech but your thought you know if you're bad mouthing someone that mm. is going to come back and bite you somewhere and it's best yeah. to be up front and go hey girl i actually didn't like this or didn't like that then yeah. so yeah either suppress it or bottle it up or um and yeah, it's um, I've heard that in different cultures as well. And you go, God, you're so confrontational. I've actually been called confrontational. And I'm yes. like, I'm the most peaceful, like subservient person I've known. But what happens <laughs> is I get pushed and pushed and pushed and I go, right. And then it all yes. comes out like a lion. Yeah. Um, which isn't, it isn't the best way. And I think as again, like learning as well. Uh, I think it's a bit better now if you can go to like debating, if you can learn how to debate and talk to people mm. and have conflict resolution. But, you know, back in my day or, you know, back in England or whatever you want to call it or blame it or the culture, um, you know, you're not taught as a woman to be assertive. You're either mm. passive or aggressive. Yes, And exactly. you flip between the two and then you're called crazy. And you're like, well, <laughs> how do I fucking win? How do I express yeah. me for me? <laughs> and this is what's yeah. happened within my family dynamics. Yeah. is that it's like, well, that's not how women behave. And women should just, mm. you know, why didn't, and I actually said this to someone, I said, you know, I'm sure that you think, why why didn't she just stay an accountant, buy a white picket fence, have your kids, <laughs> go out drinking, go out drinking and enjoy life? What's wrong with that? And I've gone, because that's not my sole calling. I'm not yes. on this earth to do that. I'm not here to consume. Yeah. I'm just You're not. You're not here to please them either you know it's like you've yeah Yeah. it's like and if you don't fit into people's boxes it's like oh hang on (laughs) yes oh this is the biggest one I know do you know what oh this is so funny I've got to just say this this is a a bit off piste I I looked for some online online dating apps right and I'm openly bisexual it's taken me a few years to come out so yay go me um and I I sent this screenshot to a trans friend and I said I'm stumped on the first question because it said, the first question, so it gives you all these questionnaires, you know, it takes like 20 minutes to put all your things down. And it says, what 
what gender are you interested in, male or female? And I couldn't click both. I could not <laughs> click both. And I was like, well, I can't even get past the first question. <laughs> what movie So they didn't even funny? have the option for both? No, no. And I was like, well, this ain't going to work, is it? <laughs> because I, I just can't choose. I just can't because it, I'm instantly segregating I'm you know I'm yeah. going well I'm only really interested and you're like but I, I until I meet the person on a soul level I don't know I that's yeah. the God's honest truth and yeah, yeah the, the whole labels thing it's it's so it's, it's crazy so yeah and it is it's like especially I think um like you know talking about that as well and I think something that's coming through to share as well around this is especially like for a lot of females and witches and light workers and healers out there because we're not and I, I see this quite a bit in people that I work with as well, and even in my own journey, one, some of our biggest triggers um, can actually be triggered off by, you know, these big organisations or these, <clears throat> you know, systems that are trying to kind of put us into a box and we don't feel like we fit in, you know, we're not part mm. of mainstream. And even back in the day when, you know, witches and healers were, you know, revered, you know, looked after by their community, they often lived on the outskirts, you know, they weren't kind mm. of in. So, you know, and I think sometimes I've noticed in my own journey is that I'll feel these triggers and these wounds come up in particular around sort of money or business or banks or when I'm dealing with big corporations. And it was really interesting mm-hmm. recently because I upgraded my business into a company structure. And the same similar thing there, I actually ended up feeling really triggered because I was expanding mm-hmm. and vibrating into a different frequency of business and, you know, a different container. But then I'm having to deal with all this red tape and government bureaucracy. (laughs) And I remember bringing up um, fucking ASIC or whoever the fuck they are in Australia. And I'm like, "Um, I don't fit into any of your boxes. (laughs) And they were like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a wealth shaman. And this guy was literally like, what the fuck is that? And I was just like... This is this is what is I do. I work with, yeah. I like I work with spiritual entrepreneurs to help them to heal their money wounds, to create wealth with their purpose and their gifts and business. Blah blah blah. And he was still like, "Well, that's really weird. Let me put you on to somebody wow. else in another department." And I remember feeling really, really triggered. But I'm like, this isn't about those people. And you know, and sometimes mm-hmm. as well in our work, we can feel triggered that we're trying to tell people what we do and we get frustrated or upset when people don't necessarily get what we do. But remembering that we're not here for everyone. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to get our work. And it's it's maintaining being true to you, owning when the triggers come up. And it's the same as like when I've dealt with banks and, and you know, big masculine fucking entities and, I can, and hospital systems. That was another one when I was pregnant. And you could feel mm-hmm. these triggers coming up. <laughs> was like big witch wounds and it's Mm -hmm. like oh this is an opportunity to heal you know I can keep Mm -hmm. reacting and identifying with this and being a victim or I can take this transmute it take the blessings and the gold in it and become more fucking powerful and creative because of it so it's like a fine line that we walk and I think it's yeah you can become a victim or you can take that shit and turn it into gold hell to the hell to the yeah everyone in Australia will know Bunnings and uh, I absolutely love Bunnings. Nice. <laughs> and I used to work there. I actually, I love taking my son there. And my son walks in. It's a massive warehouse. It's a DIY, DIY store, a huge DIY franchise. And actually, so another off topic, um, their um, business is not DIY. It's um, uh, real estate because the amount of land mm. they own. Amazing, yes. amazing. Anyway, you say with Maccas. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I love going in there because I'm like, I'm a girl in here. And I, there's, there's not much there's not much of that connotation there, but especially Monday morning, loads of tradies mm-hmm. around, big beards, you know, what's she doing in here? And it's me with my trolley, my trolley with Leo in it. And he goes, I love bunnings, mummy. I was like, me too, son. Used to work here. And um, yeah, and I, and I was walking around getting some bits and bobs. And um, I, I love talking to our son as we walk around. And I did. I went, hell to the year, really loud, just as I came around the corner with this big tradie. And for the first time, wasn't, wasn't subconscious, um, uh, self-conscious. I just, I was like, yeah, I'm going to say it again. I was like, hell to the year, Monday morning. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like shit. I don't. I'm pretty fucking happy. 
cocktails in the year. It's I'm rocking. And if my life, my happiness triggers the fuck out of you, yes. that's what your work is. Yeah, exactly. They're like, how dare she be so happy? happy. Why is she so happy? You should be like us. <laughs> yeah. I think that's actually, it's interesting because I, I remember seeing that a lot of the triggers, like when I was pregnant and going to like mum's groups and things like that. Oh. And it was like a mum that was really healthy and vibrant and loving pregnancy and loving on life and had the best fucking birth and all the rest of it and it was actually interesting I noticed even myself and some other women we'd actually feel triggered by that because we felt like shit (laughs) (laughs) fuck you like why are you so fucking amazing um and I'm over here like my best my best friend in Poland she was pregnant at the same time and she was like I don't even know I'm pregnant I'm going to the gym I'm like full of energy and I'm just like I fucking hate you (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like that dark trigger wants to bring everybody into its misery (laughs) it's like come into my miserable vortex (laughs) I I had the same right I did everything right and it it is so it's so enlightening actually isn't it with retrospect and with reflection because I was I was such a sad sack I went into hibernation I yeah, I had a really, really terrible pregnancy. And yeah, I'd done everything right. I'd followed everything mm. to the textbook. I was fit and healthy. I stopped doing alcohol, blah, 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 everything like that. Yeah. But re- reflecting back on it, it was such a valid experience because I had to surrender. I had yes. to go into that dark space. I had to mm. feel what it's like to be pretty disabled. Like I couldn't, I didn't have my yeah. vices. I couldn't. Yes. And I pushed my body too hard if I did try and exercise. And mm. it forced me into relaxing so much so that mm. I have the most beautiful son and he's super chilled. And it's like, beautiful. well, if that's for the reason, so be it. I do, I do remember being on a spin bike and I just thought, I am not, this is not where I need to be right now. <laughs> and what on earth is my poor son thinking inside my womb going, what is that? No, I was in the front row. What is that noise? What is all this activity? What is going on out there? Like, and uh, <laughs> I was like, but I'm a spin, you know, I've got to keep going. I've got to keep burning fat. I've got to keep, you know, improving myself and, you know, I'm oh, fit and healthy and amazing. And it's like, and no, that's... just surrender, just surrender yeah. to it. Just relax, exactly. Because I think as well, like pregnancy, and w- one thing that used to trigger me with doctors, <laughs> so this is a big trigger with the, the patriarchal masculine hospital system was, um, mm. you know, they put this, this, it was so much fear, you know, and this not really empowering women to trust their own bodies and all the rest of it. Yes. And um, and I remember every time I went to the hospital, because I had a previous years and years ago, I had a lot of accidents, um, you know, with motorbikes and stuff like that. So I actually had a lot of trauma and triggers going into a hospital system. Mm-hmm. And literally to the point, if I walked into a hospital I would break out in a sweat I'd have a panic attack and in here in the Northern Territory where I live you know there's only really one hospital that women can go to to get you know see their midwives mm-hmm. and um yeah and I remember every time I went in there I just felt this trigger and I thought okay this is an opportunity to heal and release stuff and I remember at one point my son was really late for his he was I think the doctors had guessed for him to come at you know on this certain day and because he didn't come on their fucking day I was just like so he's fine, let him be. And then they're trying to put all this fear of God into me that you got, you know, risk of stillbirth, you're an older woman, blah, 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 blah. Oh. And I said, well, according to my fucking, I swear a lot, guys, sorry, but I was like, excuse me, mate, according to my fucking moon cycle, he's due on the new moon <laughs> next Wednesday. And he looked at me like I was a fucking nut job, but I was like, I'm mm. trusting my body and I'm not going to let you trigger me with fear, worries and anxiety. I said, you monitor him anytime mm. he feels stressed or whatever, absolutely get him the hell out. But until mm. that time, you let him be. And sure enough, he arrived at angel number 707 a.m. <gasps> on the new moon, on the Wednesday, because mm. I trusted my guidance, I trusted my body, and we ended up having um, natural birth and he was out within about eight hours. That's how quick it was. Oh. And you hear a lot of, like, one of some of my girlfriends at the time um, who were also pregnant, they were in a lot of fear, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. They were triggered by these doctors. They had all this fear on them. Mm-hmm. And they ended up having really, really traumatic um, birth situations. And so that was something that, you know, if if – when you go into these hospital systems, and I don't know why I'm channeling this or why we're speaking about this, but obviously it's a message if you are pregnant or you're going to get pregnant or whatever as a woman, is, you know, be prepared that when you feel those triggers of fear come up when you become pregnant or when you're in hospital situations or where someone, a doctor or someone is, you know, gaslighting you or telling you you don't know any better than them or whatever, it's like keep coming back into your body and trust yourself. And anything that comes up in you, anything that's triggered, it's like look at that, heal and release that because that's going to help you to trust your body more, trust your baby more, 
um, you know, to give birth and so forth. I don't know, that just came through, Amanda. I'm blabbing yeah. now, but well, yeah. <laughs> it, when you mentioned it prior, this is a really, really important topic. This is why I set up my business women's wellness because of what I went through I thought I want to empower others and and tell tell the whole world you know this is a birthing experience you've got rights don't just follow what the doctors say and it gave me it's I don't want to sound like a martyr but that bad you know bad experiences do help us then have more compassion absolutely others and say "I, I understand I hear you and yeah those triggers I was in a massive fear state there there was one residing my glory moment because I really wish I could relive it I really wish I'd told people and I was a lot harder and sort of said you know do this don't do do that but you feel pretty powerless because they're like you have to do this you have to do that anyway my glory (laughs) moment was there was about five doctors and I had a birthing plan and I said to them I want low lighting nice and calm no noise da 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 five of them there's like one or two doctors in there they were all talking behind the curtain whisper 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 I was getting really really fucking stressed there were pages going on as well as a heart monitor on on my belly pressing in the whole time it's like I say you know it's like uh when you had a full tummy and someone poking you it's like go away (laughs) the whole freaking time I was like it's so painful anyway so all these machines going off beep 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 beep, all these pages people talking they're talking about emergency c-section my oh. biggest nightmare. God. What the hell? Why are they even talking about it? And oh, I knew. And you're giving birth. birth. This is meant yeah. to be like sacred time, not yep. fucking. Oh. But psychically, I knew it wasn't going to happen. But they were stressing mm. me out. Yeah. So the midwife came out, and she was a, she was a hard one. Anyway. Oh, you got an asshole too. I got an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> In my birth, I was Please like, get her out of the room. <laughs> and do you know what? Because I didn't feel safe with her. The whole shift mm. she was there, I couldn't, I couldn't labour, yeah. and yeah. it was only when the shifts had a new, had a, had a, had a beautiful first midwife and a beautiful a next yeah. mid, uh, last one, but in the middle anyway. So um, my my glory moment is when she comes up and she said, "Oh look, what is it that you want, Amanda?" And I was standing mm. up at the time, and and I look, I am a pretty, you know, even though I swear here, you know, I'm pretty mm. like prim and proper, you know, a little English girl. And for the first time, I stood there, looked her in the eyes. I went, I want everyone to fuck off. (laughs) It was so good. It was so good. And she was like, and then my partner at the time went, could you give us five? And she was like, okay, everybody, let's go. So then when they did actually leave, I love telling the story to empower other women. When they did actually leave. Oh, that's really good, darling. I'll be there in a minute. When they did finally leave, I oh, calmed nice. down. My heart rate went down. Of course, my Beautiful. son's heart rate went down. Nice. And they came, by the time I just like refocus, focus on my breathing, everything's good, back into the Zen mode, you know, just okay. having him hold me, like everything's calm. So they came Beautiful. back in and they went, oh, it's a miracle. His heart rate's dropped. We don't need a C-section <laughs> after all. And I'm oh, like, oh. It doesn't take a fucking genius. And what mm. really gets me at is, and I've said to so many of my clients, and this has been such an empowering experience to pass on to them, to mm. say to them and to help reach out to them, is, you know, um, how many C-sections have been performed because mm. of the same situation? And we yes. haven't taken that, we haven't reclaimed that power and said, my son, my baby's getting stressed because I'm stressed. We're yeah. intrinsically linked. My cortisol's yeah. going off through the roof. My heart rate, my heart rate's increasing. Of course, it is. Absolutely, they can't not feel it. So, I tell you what, yeah. why don't you help me to relax, and then everything yeah. will be fine. Exactly. And, um, and it's be- about like creating a really safe, calm environment for the mother, and that's something that triggers yeah. me about hospital systems because same thing. I had a birthing plan that was absolutely ignored by the nurses on mm. shift. And when I asked for the clock to be removed and a few things installed and a birthing bath, this, this South African nurse, she could tell she was over her job. <laughs> she was like, she should not have been there. Um, I lost my shit with her, but yeah, she would just rolled her eyes at me and was just like, Oh, what for? And it stressed me out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like birthing a baby is such a sacred yes. place and something that I want to see in the future change is something I actually want to move on and work on in the future mm-hmm. is creating birthing spaces that are very beautiful and calm and nurturing for the mother and baby, not these sterile fucking hospitals mm-hmm. where you've got lights blaring at you, you've got all mm-hmm. this shit craziness going mm-hmm. around you. Um, yeah, and they're saying that 
um, C-sections have massively increased over the last few years. Yep. Yeah. We we have we actually this may this may trigger people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Warning! Warning! Trigger! Trigger! We we had actually inside information. So my son's half brother is a doctor, and his girlfriend they're both they're both GPs now, but they were Mm. working at the hospital at the time I was given birth. Right. Wow. They've told me that they are planning. This is the government, unfortunately. They are planning to mainstream episiotomies because it's. (sighs) quicker for the surgeons I know and they're unnecessary so I went for natural birthing and they said my midwife was she wasn't there at the birth unfortunately otherwise everything would be fine but she she had 30 years experience not one of her ladies has ripped or torn that bad that they need an episiotomy and the episiotomy has now changed they don't just cut sorry people it's graphic cut from um, the vagina down to the anus they're now going to cross actually do a cross there so they go horizontally which on top of the normal uh, trauma and recovery that's the last thing you need is a big old scar like that and I I only had tiny stitches on my labia because my son's fingernail um Mm. got me on the way out thank you (laughs) that was tiny um and and even the even the doctor because she looked at me and again knowledge is power ladies and it's men's responsibility to be really empowered for your woman right that's the main job Mm. and then as as women we need to research the fuck out of everything because our job Mm. to know so we can make those informed decisions on the day because the doctor came in been in labor for 32 hours and she said you're gonna need a episiotomy and I just I in in the middle of my contraction I went no you're fucking not (laughs) because I know what that is I know I don't need it and when we when we gave birth she was stitching me up and as you do chatting away and uh, she goes she goes I can't believe that you didn't tear or rip because he had his hand and I looked really tight and I said, because I've been doing massage. I'm a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. So I've yes. been massaging the perineum around there. And she goes, oh, I didn't think people did that anymore. Ugh. I was like, well, I can't really tell you that in the middle of contractions, can I? Yeah. You know, I have like, been massaging. I have been stretching and massaging and doing all the bits and bobs. I don't need it. Oh, <laughs> I have been doing my massaging. All right. <laughs> yeah, and, and and just going back to your point before I forget, because I keep forgetting to mention it, about the fact that triggers make us feel uncomfortable. And mm. that's what yoga teaches, ancient, you know, Buddhist philosophy, to lean into that uncomfortable feeling mm-hmm. and yeah. not be afraid of being uncomfortable. And yeah, we don't exactly. have to take all these drugs so we don't feel pain. It's okay to feel pain because the labor yeah. pain is something we can tolerate. And I've yeah. said to lots of my, my clients, especially first-time mummies, you know, I just say, look, honest, I know it's different for everybody, but the ring of fire, the actual vagina, I honestly never felt a thing. I did mm-hmm. not feel, I did not hurt by birthing. Yeah. It was all contractions. And, yeah. and I was on syntocin. So then it yes. magnifies... And, and we're going back to your point with the cortisol and the stress. And if we can please set some gorgeous, gorgeous um, birthing units by the ocean, that's what mm. we need. We need to be by the yes. ocean, connecting to the raw elements. Um, yes. um, because that's with good. our stress, what happened with me, I was fighting myself the whole time. So mm. they were putting uh, syntocin, which is synthetic oxytocin to give birth. Yeah, so Everything tenses up, tightens up. Yeah, so it's it's forcing the uterus to contract, right? So it's like yeah. having a muscle cramp in your calf mm. and having having something make your muscle cramp, right? But <sighs> my cortisol was kicking in because I was so stressed. So my bo- my mm. brain, my chemicals in my brain, in my um, hypothalamus was going, uh-uh, girlfriend, this is fight or flight. This is not a safe place to give birth. Mm. So my, my, my body was fighting itself the whole freaking 12 hours I when see. I was in active labor. And it was horrendous. Mm. And you go, but if I was, I always swear, if I was in the bush with me and some other ladies squatting, it would have happened so much quicker. Absolutely. Because you would have been relaxed and you're not triggered. And, you know, because when you go into that trigger mode, it's like everything tightens up and contracts and stress and, yeah, and it's not that beautiful flow basically yeah. and it's, it's, it's yeah. not an operation they're trying to mainstream it so they can get mm. you know like bums on seats they get people in and out and he goes but yeah. it's a birthing this has affects the ramifications on the babies yeah. on their relationships on their personalities exactly. as well as 
and even mums I've met some mums that they don't want to have another baby because of the trauma of their first child it was huge they've been saying now that that a lot of hospitals now the whole maternity (laughs) suite used to be women would bond I'll just finish up here today because I've just noticed we've nearly gone for like an hour yeah I know um so we'll I will finish up um um if that's okay and we'll um but yeah I'll just end on um with the um, yeah, the midwife that I was talking to when I was in the hospital, she said back in the day you'd spend two weeks in a maternity ward bonding with other mothers and the babies and, and learning, you know, the, the oh. mothering skills. And she said now in her, because she's been a midwife for something like 40-something years, and she said she has seen a massive change now where it's literally become like fucking McDonald's. You yeah. come in, pop the baby out, we'll give you four hours and out you go. And yeah. she said I've got young mothers as young as 15 and 16 coming in here who need a tribe of women to support them. Yes. And they're not getting that support. They're literally just getting chucked back out of the hospital system. And it's because hospitals are not designed to support the feminine, the mm. the birthing mother. The, it's it's all very masculine, very patriarchal, um, you know, and it, that yeah, definitely has to change. It, hospitals for me trigger the fuck out of me. Yes. <laughs> so that's and, my big trigger. Well, and <laughs> and the, I'll leave and, it there on my part. <laughs> well, and the knock-on effects of the postnatal depression, again, wrapping things up, but then we've got a lot of mums at home on their own without yes. support Absolutely. And, and and it's even worse um yeah. and that's why we need to support each other we need to connect like this we need to keep yeah. on reaching out don't be too proud to yes. say I need help um yeah. and it's been a blessing to have worked with so many beautiful women and to be able mm-hmm. to say I understand I've got you are you okay yes. like you can do this and 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 when if you're pregnant and you you're worried about labor one of my clients she's, she actually studied psychology she's awesome and she said but so much out of my control what's the point in worrying mm. like I can't control it you can put you can you know there's um the home birthing and hit my birthing and all that kind of stuff like positive affirmations blah blah there was one of them I had to face my fear which was preparing for a c-section in case it was to happen but mm. then don't focus on it. It's like, yes. okay, done that, park that. I'm not going to manifest that into my life because all the <laughs> all the fears, you know, do do happen. But um, yeah. yeah, triggers. They. It's like you say, you can either spend your life running away from them, which I did. Mm. I think the first part of my life, and you yeah. never you never outrun them. <laughs> Doesn't no. matter how many times you move <laughs> until you turn around and face them. And I was yeah. listening. I was sorry. Um, just just wrapping up again on the pain body um mm-hmm. one of my clients experienced a pain body activation I remember when you mentioned it towards me as well and I just looked at Eckhart Toll, sorry um and the way he's saying to to for it to disappear is to face it for yes. us to put our conscious awareness to the subconscious then it can't have mm-hmm. power over us which is like yes. the shadow work then it's yeah. like is that Same the best thing, yeah. I'm thinking of our last piece of advice on triggers is to say, yeah. lean into it, work through it. Why is it being triggered? And then love, bless and accept it. Love, bless and accept. Yes. Yeah. And speak to Thank it with love. Like see it as like sort of a, an aspect of your psyche that, you know, a trigger could also, you know, you could even call it like your little inner child having a tantrum, <laughs> you know, and it's like leaning into that and saying, oh, hello, sweetheart. I love you. I'm here for you. What's this mm-hmm. about? And just doing that simple act of loving kindness towards that trigger, um, you know, then you're owning it, you're taking it on, but you're giving it that that space, that love and that compassion to be seen, to be held, to be expressed. Because often our shadow parts of us mm-hmm. and that pain body parts of us have been created, those triggers from certain events in our lives where we didn't feel loved, where we didn't feel acknowledged or seen or held or supported or we were hurt somehow. And so by bringing, and no one else is going to heal our shit for us. You are the healer of your triggers, your trauma, your stuff. You know, you can have healers and people that support you, but ultimately you are the healer. And it starts by, yeah, looking at those triggers and loving and blessing, accepting and speaking to them as you would a little child that's hurting. You know, I love you, beloved. And what's this about? I fucking hate her. She said all this shit about me. Oh, I'm so sorry you feel like that. it's just like and then you can actually I had a client do that process with some of her triggers and she said oh I actually felt this sense of relief and I was like yeah because that's your soul softening that's the love of who you are taking up more space you know and you're releasing that resistance you're releasing that that tight energy if that makes sense yeah definitely I love that Mm -hmm. and with the full moon that just happened last night this is a perfect time (laughs) triggers and release it yeah triggers and release it's like yeah and I love that the the first thing that happens is to say thank you 
because yeah. I, I think I messaged you once and I went, ah! <laughs> it's, like, it's like okay calm down calm down what's the that's the emotion okay yeah, so thank it. you for this happening thanks for this coming up um yeah. and thank you for being on this podcast thank it's, you um, so good to, to talk about triggers and I wish again it's something that we were taught about something that should mm. be in our high school curriculum you know it's like yes. this is a trigger this is how to deal with it rather Absolutely. than yeah yeah I love that it's, it's got a name to it we can say that's okay it's, it's a trigger we can deal with that <laughs> yeah it's not some cool. big demon that you have to go oh my god oh my god I'm never gonna face that ever again it's too hard it's like oh, no no yeah. it's just a trigger let's work through yeah. it let's go and that's where on the other side of that's your gold and your liberation it's like you've got to go into the wound to heal the wound you know liberate, <sighs> let it liberate you yeah that's right all right cool oh, so should we leave it on that we'll do it did you want to do the outro or just to say uh, like if people wanted to find out more about you or I or where to go next <laughs> Yeah, I did it. I did I it at the beginning as well. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay, awesome, perfect. I've, I've just come down. I'm sitting next to my son because he's still feeling a bit sicky, so I've just sat down oh, next bless. to him to give him a little bit of a rub on he's his back. He's been amazing today. Hello, Leo. He's so good, <laughs> and he was he was triggering the out of me yesterday. <laughs> but it was so oh, yes. good because you know what? It was teaching me how mm-hmm. to not lose my temper and still set my boundaries. Yes. And it was yes. like, no, yeah, no, no. And it was like, and I actually said to him, listen, you're pushing me. I'm I'm mm-hmm. so close to the to the point to the breaking point. Like we had a bath and he went to hold my head down underwater so that water went up my nose. And but you know what? I still wasn't angry. And yeah. it was like, and I was sort of I was sort of saying, I'm gonna lose it in a minute and inside going, mm-hmm. not really. <laughs> but stop can you please just stop <laughs> but it is, it's, like all deaf. it's all teaching it's brilliant yes so yeah exactly he's, he's my my best teacher but yes Beautiful. um all right so we'll see you on the circuit if you do want and ellen or myself and you missed the beginning of the show we are here every couple of weeks uh so it's ellen at ellenserena.com is that right ellen mm-hmm. the best way to yeah. get you yeah um have you got any um other immersions or anything coming up at the moment um not immersions coming up no that one I've just finished last week with a six-week immersion but yeah I'm kind of being guided to channel through some digital course stuff at the moment so yeah (laughs) there's one coming up called I think the wealth goddess and that's teaching women how to harness their moon cycle to create wealth and um solar line businesses Um, (gasps) so that's yeah, something definitely needed because I think too many women are doing business and life and money through the masculine way. Yeah. <laughs> and can it's we, fucking exhausting. Can we have a loyalty card? I want to start studying with you and have a loyalty card so I can tick off each card course that I do. And be like, I want to do that one. I want to do the next one. I want to do the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get the 10th one free. <laughs> free coffee. Oh, bless, oh, bless. And, uh, um, yeah, so I'm at ellenserene.com and where are you? Where can they find out about you, Amanda? So I am amandatantricwitch.com. Oh, thank you. Little, little kiss from Leo. Um, and uh, <laughs> you'll see my um, workshop on there in Newcastle. But, yeah, same thing. We are going to be hustling out the course details. Um, I'm very excited to be releasing some courses soon too. So workshops, workshops in June if you're in the area. Otherwise, hang on, my He's just found some chocolate that's not anywhere near your mouth. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So we'll see you in the same time in a couple of weeks. Beautiful. Otherwise, reach out to us. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. God bless Thanks, gorgeous. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.